We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Backliners podcast. I forgot to full screen your cam, Barry. That's oh, that's where no. we're that's where we're at. Um, that's the type of that's the type of episode we're gonna have today. Uh, it's Agron Barracuda, um, as per usual, or whatever I normally say. <laughs> um, I can tell you right now, this episode's mm-hmm. gonna get out there. Um, I can I can just feel it. I'm very sleepy. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, why? Well. Uh, I have, um, uh, almost, he's almost two months old now. Uh, what kid? Can you believe that? Yeah. You've he's been got doing his... this for two months. Yep. <laughs> Only 17 years and 10 months to go. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's got his two month appointment in like this week or next week. I don't remember. Um, and, uh, like the doctor. Yeah. But like. Can't you just be like, yeah, the baby's fine? Well, I mean, yeah, but he has to get like some shots and that kind of stuff, and they oh, have to like no. weigh him and um, do their thing, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we uh, we had a pretty big patch. Oh, also, um, yeah, there's a whole new season uh, that that just came out. That you know, anytime we're releasing a season, there's uh, a whole bunch of work involved with that. Um, and uh, my next god is nearing uh, their release, um, Ooh, so that's nice. also always a uh, big. Um, that's as we get nearer to the finish line, uh, that is a heavier and heavier time commitment as we go. Um, mm-hmm. But hopefully, um, everyone will like the next god, um, and no one will complain. Don't leak it, right? I'm not going to leak it. Um, and no one's going to complain, um, about anything to do with anything about them, um, or else you'll make me sad. So just keep that in mind. Um, if that's something that you're okay with, I guess you could, um, but I don't know why you'd be okay with that as far as I'm concerned. Um, yeah, let's talk, uh, let's talk season of celebration, shall we? Um, oh wait, one more thing I wanted to say real quick. Um, last episode, I believe was, uh, when we had... Shane or Sock on um, from the effects team. Uh, if getting more developers from various teams on the podcast uh, to learn about their jobs and tell odd stories about um, how I've made their lives worse by working with them um, is something that our dear listeners 
and viewers are interested in, um, let us know. Because there are a bunch of people who put in a bunch of really hard work to get things working. um, And their jobs are cool and interesting, and so are they. Um, So, yeah, if that's something that people are interested in, yeah. I'm still going to say, I still don't know what that guy does. (laughs) Well, he just does effects, you know? It's kind of like, did you you see the Barbie movie? No. No, I almost said yes, but no. You almost just lied, is what you're saying. Oops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to. Well, you should. Um, it's still in theaters. My my dad and my stepmom were here for the last week, um, and they were gracious enough to tell Joe and I to go on a little like date with just the two of us because we haven't been Aww. able to, of course. Um, and we went and saw the Barbie movie, uh, and it was awesome. Um, absolutely great movie. Uh, highly recommend it. But um, it's in it's in a clip, so I don't feel like I'm spoiling anything for you or a preview. Unless you're like one of those people who intentionally oh, doesn't no. watch anything. Okay, cool. Yeah, I don't care. Uh, Ken's job is beach. It isn't um, lifeguard. That that's a common misconception. He tells us his job is beach. Um, Shane's job is just um, effects. You know, it isn't. That's that's just it's just one word, um, and you never expand upon it. Except we actually spent a very long time expanding upon it. Um, yeah, and I still got confused. And I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to keep nodding my head and act like I know what he's saying. Because, like, That's I what was I like, do. surely you just make things, like, more sparkly. And, no, there's, like, more. And then I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I know exactly what you're saying. And then I didn't know exactly what he was saying. And yeah. That was the episode. Uh, shout out to Isabel, one of our tech artists. She like mentioned that I said that I don't know what tech art does and that they're just wizards. And I was like, I I don't know, dude, stop me when I'm wrong. And then literally like the next day she was like, do you want me to do this really weird thing where like, I don't know, the, the God would like have some really weird motion or animation or something like that. And I was like, aren't you literally just proving my point that tech art is just like weird wizards who just like make things work. Um, and it was, a it was a good moment for me. Um, a rare dub, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Dub. Let's talk season of celebrations um, because my brain is on limited power, uh, clearly. Um, let's start with the spirit totems. Um, spirit totems uh, are now um, found in the conquest map. Uh, after the first time you kill your back, har- your back harpies on um, speed side... They become a new camp um, with the shaman leader, and every time you kill a shaman leader, you add a new totem to each of your buffs. Um, those They are added in random order, but always symmetrical. Um, there are five that can be added, and again, they go in any order. So if you play your first game of the day, they might go um, golden, violet, crimson, verdant, azure, uh, or and then you play the next one, and it's azure, crimson verdant violet golden um and that randomness again is mirrored across the way uh these just add effects um to the buffs you are picking up so if you choose the azure enhancement it's 10 percent cdr golden five percent pen violet 10 percent attack speed crimson seven percent lifesteal and verdant 10 percent health and mana um so Barra, how have you... I saw you were playing some ranked um, mm-hmm. earlier. Ranked all day. Nice, big. So you're going to be in a really good mental space. Um, how uh, how have <laughs> you been fine. finding the, the spirit totem augments? Uh, I... Well, 
before I get to this, I just want to say overall, I love the patch. Like, love to hear it. It is one of the most refreshing patches that I've played on in years. I think like it. It still feels like the same game, but it feels I don't want to say more balanced, but more going on. I guess mm-hmm. like I don't feel bad in any ways. I mean, there was one time today where I auto-attacked an Ares seven times and ulted him with seven spears and he didn't die due to the ult mitigation. Skill issue. Uh, but I, I was very confused at that. Uh, <laughs> but that that guy's a tanky boy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love the patch overall, and I love the spear totems. Um, it just gives you a kind of a different aspect. Uh, I think for me, basically all day I was just using the violet one, which is the attack speed one. Makes sense. Um, and it just kind of, like, facilitated my build a little easier. I think as I play more, I'll probably start experimenting more with other ones. But for today, I was just going uh, Violet. And the order of them coming through is interesting, but um, I if the purple one's there, I'm going to hit the purple one and take it. Sure. Yeah, I think that there are a lot of gods who will get in that same sort of slot, but... It's those mm-hmm. games where Violet might be last, where you get to, you're forced to experiment a little bit, and then you kind of realize, yep. like, oh, like in Solo, um, I was just taking, uh, I was just taking Violet, or if I was a someone who could leverage the attack speed, or Azure, if I wasn't, um, Verdant in the late game is incredibly good on tanks, but mm-hmm. uh, I had a game where. Um, in playtesting where I was Arthur and the first one was Crimson and I was like, wait, I'm actually slamming right now. Like, I feel like it just lets me, like, trade really easily. Um, yeah. And then I was like, wait a minute, this actually doesn't do anything for me. Uh, but it, it just happened that uh, that was my first time playing Arthur since we'd uh, got a chance to do his little bit of round of spicy changes, which we'll be uh, mm-hmm. going over um, here in a little bit. But, yeah, I think... Um, I'm a huge fan of that symmetrical randomness that yeah, makes you change agree. it up every game. Um, that's one of the things that I'm most excited about uh, when it comes to those spirit totems. Um, let's move on to recipes. Uh, recipes are a new type of item. Um, they are in the starter item category because they are free and you want to get them at the beginning of the game. Um, they each have many quests uh, and there are five of them. Um, and then they are perma- you get a little bit of gold whenever you complete each step, and then they provide a permanent buff uh, until you sell it, um, which you don't need to do until later on because they don't sell for any gold because you're already getting the gold from completing those mini quests. Um, they aren't role specific necessarily, um, but you might go the same one more often if you're playing the same role um, every game. I imagine, like, Barra is going to be going Golden Gooseberries a whole lot, uh, which is definitely mm-hmm. a little bit more basic attack focused. And the final dish of Golden Gooseberries um, makes it so that all of your basic attacks also hit enemies with a 10-foot radius for Wait. a target of 30%. Yeah. I, I'm just stupid. Is it Golden Gooseberries because of Golden Bow? Oh, he's got it. Yep. It sure I'm is. so stupid, bro. How did it take me a whole day to realize that? I played for eight hours, and I was like, oh, I'm just goosing right now. And 
Golden Bow. That yeah. makes so much more sense. Golden um, Bow, Golden Gooseberries. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so you might have... It, people who follow my wife on Twitter uh, may have seen a tweet um, a few months ago where she was saying that she was... She heard, she was like in the car while I was having a meeting and she's never understood my job less. And it was a meeting where we were brainstorming names for okay. these recipes. Um, and we were on our nonsense for sure. We, uh, we, we were having a lot of fun. We, we reeled back the trolling pretty hard. Um, I, I had some absolute bangers in there that didn't make it, which is a real shame. Um, but it was very fun trying to come up with names for these for sure. Can you leak the banger names or no? Um, I don't remember exactly what they were because I was driving, so I wasn't taking notes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. Did they follow the same like G G S S like? Yeah, we definitely liked alliteration. We, I mean, we tried a lot of different things on like you know we thought about making them more mythology based, where it's like um, Discordia's golden apple pie, you know, like something like that, <laughs> um, which I thought was very funny, um, but also yeah, was like yeah. an incredibly I'm... long name. I'm um, really glad they didn't do that. <laughs> what do you mean, dude? That would have been banging. I was a huge fan of the of the God tie-in. Discordia's golden apple pie is a hilarious joke. Like, legitimately very it's, funny to me. Um, it's such a long name. Like, Bacchus's, eaten, like, uh, Bacchus's turkey leg or something like that, because he yeah. was carrying around the turkey leg. I had one yeah. that was, um, oh, what was it? I can't remember. It might not have been a very appropriate, so maybe it's better. I've got a feeling that it wasn't <laughs> something that I could say anyways. But I had one that I thought was very funny. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun getting to brainstorm this idea. And it just kind of like... This is one of those things that on its surface, it's like, yeah, how are we going to add... It kind of like started as a joke, I feel like, where it's like, we should just add food to Smite. And then we were talking about, you know, uh, we, we really like this idea of little mini quests and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we were like, what if they were just recipes? Um, and it's the season of celebration. And, you know, it's like everyone's bringing a little something to the party. Uh, and oh. it, uh, yeah, I think it really evolved into um, something fun and flavorful, pun intended, um, but also, like, unique and dad. not super out of place. I'm on fire. What can I say? Um, yeah. So gold. So, so the golden gooseberries basically gives you a little mini golden bow. Um, how impactful have you found the gooseberries to be? I absolutely love it because uh, I was always a fan of golden bow back in the day. I just felt like the item itself was really unbalanced when it had crit on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also feel like because you get it for free, it doesn't impact the build order right now. So you not have you don't have to think like should I get golden bow or do I go live seal here? I feel like it was okay. I'm not gonna toot your horn, but I feel like this stuff was. Uh, I don't even want to. Okay, I feel like it was added in like the perfect way, like where it doesn't cost gold, where every class can buy whichever one they want, and it's not like class dependent. Uh, junglers can go like gooseberries if they want for like an extra golden bow, and like solars can buy it if they want extra clear. Um, I have, I think I've only gone like gooseberries and bow so far. Sure. Um, so I haven't tested the other ones, but I just, I love the idea because it adds so much 
variation in duo lane picks as well because mm. it was always like okay they pick Cernos, they're gonna get to lane first and then what are we gonna do about contesting the first shield camp like what are we gonna do about the second shield camp like how are we gonna recover clear and now it kind of throughout the entire early laning phase you're i would say more focused on your quest of get, trying to get golden bow or gooseberries as fast as possible because mm-hmm. once you get that it's a giant spike in lane mm-hmm. and it feels really nice obviously for wave clear as well as like uh the 2v2s or if the jungler ganks mm-hmm. um so like you can play it both ways and it feels really nice and easy to get the only thing that i don't like about the recipes is it doesn't tell me when i leave the base without one i know and and i'm so stupid I, I just left the base like four or five times with that one. Walked all the way to my green buff, and I was like, oh, I don't have a recipe. So I just backed and went back to base. But uh, And did you have time to do that with the extra starting I, time? I did. I go. had plenty of time, actually. Yep. I'm, I'm a fast buyer. Um, yep. Not these other people, but uh, I'm, I'm really fast. And yes. Yeah, I just, I just love the overall idea, and it feels so fresh and... I played a Wukong solo game, and I went bow, and that felt so nice. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it just... I think scrims are going to be a lot different, uh, with a lot of people trying a lot of different ideas and characters with certain recipes. But I feel like that's... It just adds such a big element to Smite without making it, like... I don't want to say, like, suffocating or, like, imbalanced, but I f- kind of feel like that's how it is, like... It just adds such a new flavor and new element. Yeah, good flavor usage there on the recipes, by the way. Um, I, I do, I, uh, it is worth noting um, that you aren't gassing me too much in this scenario because a lot of the work oh, that was good. done on this Perfect. patch was done during my paternity leave. So it's really, a lot more <laughs> credit goes to, to Clumsy and Lermy. Um uh, on these because they they were uh, doing a lot of iteration and by the time I came back they were not fully locked in but a lot farther along um, mm-hmm. like we weren't even playtesting with them before I went on paternity I don't think but I could be wrong on that um, okay so just real quick I guess because uh, I know you did you said you haven't playtested with most most of these but quick thoughts mm-hmm. on sturdy stew uh, this one when you finish it being hit by hard crowd control creates a pulse that provides some protections per level to yourself in allies uh, for five seconds can only occur once every 10 seconds is worth noting that step one is obtaining um, minion assists. And then step two is crowd controlling enemy gods a certain amount of time. So mm-hmm. if you're going this as a not support, you do have to give, make sure you're not um, last hitting 40 minions, which does amount to a somewhat significant amount of gold um, in the early mm-hmm. game. Uh, I, I like to a lot. Um, just because I think before I kind of feel like supports were just dying in a CC sometimes, or I think now it makes it a little bit more attractive. Um, but we'll see for comp how big it is. But uh, there was a lot of supports going bow today over Stew. Sure. Um, so it could just be like new testing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, bow is spend 1,000 mana for step one. Step two, deal 2,000 god damage with abilities. I imagine that does take supports a decent amount of time. Um, to stack over something like mid laners and then when you have the final dish it is when you use a non-ultimate ability it's cooldown is reduced by 1.5 seconds this effect may only occur once every 8 seconds uh, I think bow um, definitely 
seems very, very good on a lot of gods. Yeah, I kind of love it being really good. I assume it's going to get nerfed, but I kind of love it being really good just because it's so fun to utilize and mm -hmm. so fun to play with. Like, you really feel the effects of it. And honestly, maybe Bao, like shouldn't even get nerfed. Obviously, I'm speaking like sure. if it is. Yeah. Uh, I feel like Bao shouldn't get nerfed, and I feel like uh, the other one should just get buffed. I do think Gooseberries and Bao are like probably in a, the best spots. Mm -hmm. Um I haven't seen too much stew today. Um, I saw the occasional party punch, and I didn't see any drumsticks, I don't think. Sure. Party punch, uh, killer assist 30 jungle minions, traverse 1,500 units, and then you get, for every 100 units traveled, you gain a buff that deals 20 plus 15% of your power uh, physical damage to the next enemy hit with your next basic attack or ability. Um, I think party punch is pretty underrated. Um, mm-hmm. Adding 15% scaling to your Thor wall or um, Hunbat's monkey, you know, your Sukiyomi like shuriken, like 15% scaling is not an insignificant amount. Um, mm -hmm. And you get it pretty quickly only having to travel 100 units. So I think punch is pretty solid. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, I just didn't see too much of it today. I did lane against it one time, but uh, I don't think it that guy... Very... 30 jungle minions is a lot to need to kill or assist if you're on jungling, I feel like. Yeah, I think he either misbought or he was just trolling, because I was like, there's no way that's good. Fair enough. Um, uh, and then durable drumstick, dealer take 1,500 god damage, successfully damage enemy god 20 times, um, and then being out of combat for 5 seconds grants you a buff that reduces the damage of the next basic attack or ability from a god by 20%. Um, I agree that this definitely is the least widely applicable um uh, of the recipes i do think it's probably being a little bit under uh its power level is being underestimated against certain types of comps and that'll really just be a competitive type of thing but mm -hmm. um as a soul laner if you don't have to worry about getting poked by like Scylla crush um or something like that for nearly as much damage if you're playing against mm -hmm. a comp where they have one god who can really poke you easily and not be out of position. Um, I do think it's pretty solid there, but otherwise um, definitely feels a little weak because it's only that first instance of damage. So even yep. something like a Thor wall hammer, you don't get to reduce the hammer. It's only the wall, which is obviously not very much damage anyways. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts on it. Yeah, and I think that as a player, you won't really feel it. Mm -hmm. um, whereas Bao, I think as a player, you're getting that kind of immediate feedback. Mm -hmm. um, for sure. For, also, I think, I do think sometimes smart players hate being out of combat or having to like play around that because it just changes the way you play. Sure. Um, so yeah. Yep. Fair enough. Um, all right, let's move on to some items that got some changes. Uh, let's see. Vampiric, um, get some more lifesteal. Who knows if that's going to make a huge difference, but it certainly could. Um, absolution increased CC immunity from one second to 1.5 seconds. Um, absolution will be really good at some point eventually. If we I mean, just, we just have to keep buffing it. You know what I mean? Just give it like five seconds of CC immunity. Right. Exactly. That's, uh, that's all we need. Um, it's I think got, it's, just... it's gotta be good into certain comps and in, in competitive. 
Yeah, I think it's just so niche, and I think it's also one of those things where I don't think people will get that immediate feedback of, oh my gosh, like, that was a really good usage of Absolution. Mm -hmm. Unless it's, like, for, like, a Dodgy ult or, like, an Ares ult. Um, Yep. But, yeah, I I do think there are some edge cases for Absolution, but I, I still think it's not, like, in that good of a spot unless, like... Like I said, like you're a Terra into like a Dodgy or an Ares or something, and you can get immediate usage out of it. But also, having to play a team fight around having your ultimate up at a specific time, I think, is also really hard as a, as a support. Sure, because um, that's not really what you want to do a lot of times. And I think it's mainly a support item. I don't think soul enters would get it. Sure, yeah, it's just it, it, you get extra value if you don't already have a CC immune ult. Um, mm-hmm. like you said, like Tara, I feel like should find herself in some positions to really like this item. Soul laners typically have more CC immunity, um, in their alts. That's true. Uh, but yeah, um, eventually, you know, um, Aussie, I've seen a lot of people play, picking up Aussie, uh, at PTS and that kind of stuff. Decrease cost by 50 gold, increase mm-hmm. physical power by five from 40 to 45, and increase the passive health threshold. So when you get the increased lifesteal, it now happens at 60% instead of 50%. Um, do you mm-hmm. think this is a big difference maker for Aussie? Yes. Um, I already thought Aussie was pretty good just for the early spikes. We'll see how Gooseberries affects the comp meta, where if people want to play super aggressive, they'll go Aussie and kind of like jam the lane pressure with Gooseberries on top of Aussie. Or if it's more of a sustain, everyone just kind of sits back and clears with Gooseberries, so they're just going to go Devos and stack. Mm-hmm. Um, it will completely depend, in my opinion, on the pace of the game, but I was doing a lot of testing with Aussie today, and it felt very good. Like, the passive health threshold felt so nice, and there was a lot of times where I felt like I should have died, but Aussie passive just kind of, like, just took over and won the fight for me. Mm. Interesting. Um, there are a bunch more item changes, but I, I just want to touch on one more before we keep on moving because, um, you know, it, it's a big patch. It's a new season. Um, Toxic Blade increased penetration from 10 to 15. Um, does that move the needle at all for you as a hunter player on Toxic nope. Blade? Fair enough. <laughs> nope. I, I think you just need too much pin right now, and I think anti-heal will just go to other roles still. Yep, their job, their problem, not yours. Um, yep, exactly. All right, let's move on to my favorite part. I think uh, of the of the item and god changes at the very least, and that is these we deem them internally spicy god changes. Uh, uh-huh. These are typically things that um, are not centered or require uh, external or not external, but. Um, these are not anything that require programming or um, effects, animation, anything like that. Uh, just things that we can come up with that we can do without um, needing to loop those other teams in and tie up their time. Um, mm-hmm. And I think we found a lot of really, really fun ones uh, to do for this patch. So uh, starting with Apollo. Um, Audacity, the passive, while you have the this effect... Apollo now gains 20% increased basic attack projectile speed. This does uh, stack with Griffin Wing if you want to be a hitscan character. Um, 
Oh, that's crazy. I haven't used that yet. If you want. Uh, so beautiful, the one increased projectile speed from 110 to 150 and gave it 5% more scaling. Serenade now gains magical protections as well as Woo! physical protections. Shout out Season 1 Apollo. Um, and across the sky, he now lands faster. So that means the ticks of damage go off faster. Uh, it's the same amount of damage, just over a shorter period of time. And uh, less mana cost um, per second while you're flying in the ultimate. Um, Barry is the boy back. Yes, 100%. All of these changes feel so good. And I think a lot of his abilities were just underwhelming before. And, like, his one was, like, why am I even casting this? Yep. And now with it, the projectile speed feels so nice. Mm -hmm. um, the scaling obviously feels nice, too. The magic protections on the two actually feels impactful. Because like, I think you got a Mez increase buff recently. Yeah, a little bit um, But I feel like that doesn't really do much for him, unfortunately, because a lot of times Mez just breaks. Mm -hmm. Um... And the Magical Prots actually makes it to where I feel like you can kind of dunk into a team fight a little safer and just mez and instantly start going off. Mm -hmm. um, the ult change is crazy. It's so much damage, dude. It is. It does not feel like a 0.2 second change. It feels like I click and I'm on the ground. Yeah. Like, it is so nice. Whereas before, I feel like you had to lead the ability a lot. Now, you just aim at them and then click. And yep. It is so nice, and a lot of people just aren't reacting to it. Obviously, mm -hmm. a little spoiler, but it's the same as a reacting. Like people just aren't reacting to it. Like they're just getting True. stunned or like knocked up, uh, or like gone on by the Apollo. Um, but yeah, this character feels so fun, and he it, he's just such a fun character, and it it feels actually good to play him. Yep. I'm I'm stoked. Uh, Apollo was my first diamond god because I was an ADC main before I was a mid main. Um, nice. I was an Apollo player, uh, a barrel wannabe back in season one, um, getting gate kept by Soul Shiner Freya Jungle from every Masters queue. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was like an Apollo one trick basically. I love this god. Um, so I, so I, fun. I agree that he feels when you like when you look at. He's lost so many components to his kit at different times. Mm -hmm. You know, he lost the magical protections on Serenade. He um, lost the knockup on the ultimate. Um, mm -hmm. There there have been so many things that have been taken away and then now have kind of been brought back. And when you think about it, mm -hmm. if you look at his kit when he was really good, like season one, and what it did then, it's obviously context different. Um, you know, season one Heartseeker was something else. Uh uh, but like overall his kit in a vacuum is now the strongest it has ever been i think mm -hmm. um and which is cool i will i will say gooseberries helps him a lot in yep. team fights because before on apollo it's like okay i'm just auto attacking what's in front of me and i feel like i should just be another hunter whereas now whenever you dunk in on apollo like it just gives you so much or such a better team fight being able to splash damage without oboe mm -hmm. here's a very important apollo question barry apollo has like the two different um ever so slightly different like models that have the different different basic attack like sizes and animations like the tsm apollo and secret agent and hopper mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff that have the really small thin projectiles and then there's like the teardrop autos of base apollo um 
which is the superior basic attack style for Apollo? Because there, in my uh, opinion, is a correct answer here. It's just teardrop. I yes. Think if it's anything else? Yes. You're just wrong. Yes. And you know what his best skin is? It's his tier two, like green and orange one. The like the, not the recolor, but the like the tier two skin that we were doing for a while. Yeah, a couple yeah, dots yeah. have those. That is my favorite Apollo skin still to this day. It still looks so good. I'm a big fan of old Slick Shot, and then you got the remodel. So now I just use the Mage Apollo, but. Mage Apollo is just so OP. Mage Apollo is really good. Just OP. Yep, the alt is just really an OP skin. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Battle Bard, I think, is what it's called. Thank you, Dream Martini. Um, yeah, that's my favorite one. But the Mage one is good, and also the um, the ancient future mech one. I forget what it's called, but it's like stone. I I use that one. It's pretty good. Oh. Yeah, I don't like that skin. Oh, fair enough. Um, Okay, Chernabog, uh, also getting some spicy changes. Crystallized Curses, increase projectile speed um, by a decent amount, and decrease the minimum airtime. Uh, so, gets the ground faster at min range. Uh, increased its collision radius from 20 to 25, and added a 25% slow for two seconds on initial hit. The two now is a four-second attack speed buff at all ranks, so scaling from three to five. But its cooldown has been cut by a lot from 12 to seven and loss of mana uh, cost there, and uh, his dash has now been sped up by 0.1 seconds, was 0.65, now 0.55. Lost the slow on the dash because he got it added on the one, and um, increased the dash damage a little bit. Um, how's Chernabog feeling after these changes? Uh, all the changes, to me, just make sense. And it just... He's always been that awkward combo character, and having the slow on his one just makes sense. Um, the steroid buff is a little scary, I think, just because a seven-second uh, steroid cooldown is a bit crazy. But I think it's kind of just the same as Apollo, where he gets quality of life across the board. Hmm. And I will say the slow on the three didn't really make sense before. So to move it over to the one, just like I said, it just makes sense. It just... The kit flows so much better now. It feels so much smoother. Um, I've only played, I think, one or two Turnabog games, and he just feels he just feels so much better. Yep. Yeah, Turnabog uh, should feel significantly better, I think, to, to most mm-hmm. players for sure. Pele. Um, this one, I think, is absolutely crazy. Um, Pyroclast, yeah, that's the scary. one. Now, this ability now provides... 5 to 9, depending on rank, so 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, fuel for her AO3 on successful hit of an enemy. An enemy, in this instance, means god or minion, and there is no cap on how many that means. So if you hit a wave and a god with a rank 1 pyroclast, well, I guess you wouldn't have used any fuel. Well, you could have, because you've been level 3 or whatever. A rank 1 pyroclast you will get 35 fuel back from hitting the full wave and the god. Um, And also this ability has two charges, uh, if you will. Um, She also gained an additional uh, hit on Volcanic Lightning from 3 to 4, so like the big cone autos, uh, and decreased the basic attack damage reduction, so basically a 10% damage increase. Um, Pele is pretty good. And particularly, I think, like, solo Pele, like, bruiser Pele could be Mm. insane with these changes. Yeah, that was already really good. 
because uh, I remember playing at the Roll Stars event, and oh, I remember. Or maybe it was a tournament before that. that. And then Final K, I think it was Final K, just killed me, and I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. sorry, sir, yep. sorry, I did that to you. Like, he just he just killed me. I think it was off of like, oh yeah, it was the Order versus Chaos. He killed me off of Scream's cat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, man, because I I didn't beads, and I was like, I should just be able to fight this guy, and then he just <laughs> wrong. And oh, I I cannot. Yeah, I think uh, Pele. I've been pitching various ways for Pele to get more fuel back um, mm-hmm. a lot this year. And uh, I'm excited for her to get that opportunity because using that fuel is so important for her to get kills. And a lot of times she is the one for one character. Like she is mm-hmm. one of the best gods of the game and picking one person and going, I will kill you, but she mm-hmm. rarely gets to live. Um, and a lot of times it's because she expends all of her fuel to get on that character and to use it for damage. Now she can actually use it to maybe escape, um, from time to time. So, uh, I'm excited about seeing more Pele. One of my favorite gods. Um, I think she is really cool. Um, okay. This has got to be the most underrated one I've seen. I saw that there was like a Reddit post today about her, uh, that got a little bit of traction, but during PTS, every streamer that I was watching, was like, yeah, the Arachne changes like don't really matter. Um, I feel like she is maybe one of the characters that gets the biggest buff from these changes. Mm-hmm. Um, her two gets three, or two really, really big buffs. Yep. Number one, decrease the amount of hits to stun from three to two. So you only need to hit two consecutive autos on the same target in order to stun them when your two is active. Keep in mind that her attack speed chain is 0.51. So it's not two seconds uh, at one attack speed. When she's got two plus attack speed, which is often because Cocoon is a pretty big attack speed stim, it is near instant that she can yep. do this. And if you are a player who, who knows how to auto blink and have that auto connect, you will insta stun them. Um, also, it does decrease the duration of the buff from six to four seconds, but that is also because previously when you would stun someone or anything with Cocoon, if you were on Gold Fury, Fire Giant, you would hit three consecutive autos, you would try to stun the character or the bot, it wouldn't get stunned because it's CC immune, and you would lose your attack speed stim. Now, you do not lose your attack speed stim. So you can keep on wailing with that attack speed stim uh, that doesn't have anything to do um, with the stun. Uh the web, you now get a third broodling at rank five. Um, and Nightcrawler gets f- 10 more leap range, which is a pretty big deal for her uh, in and out potential. Um, mm-hmm. But I think Cocoon is a really, really big deal. Uh, what, what what are your feelings on the Arachne changes, Barry? I think this god is really good. Uh, really good in ranked. Probably still similar in comp. Um, just, I think just shells just beat this character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, unless you have obviously a mage that forces people to go Aegis or a hunter that forces people to go Aegis, if people go shell, they just beat this character. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think she's phenomenally good in ranked. Um, if you can pilot this god, I think she will just hard carry ranked games. You, she um, is a free win in ranked, I swear. Like, I'm so mm-hmm. on, I'm so in, I'm so in agreement. And 
I remember yesterday, I think it was yesterday, yeah. Um, I got caught off guard by that stun like three or four times. It and, is so fast. Yeah, second auto is just feels so fast. And it's a bit of muscle memory as well, because you yeah. always kind of like know that timing of the third auto. Um, but I do think, I don't know what the perfect Arachne build is, but I do know some Arachnes are hitting me way harder than other Arachnes, so... I do think there's a bit of a theory crafted build going on there. Um, yep. But yeah, I, I do think this guy is genuinely good. I think she is genuinely good as well. And I, you know, I see a message in chat that they make her better, but she does, it doesn't fix any of her issues. And I just don't know if I agree. Um, I think the yeah, leap think... range matters a lot. I think not losing the attack speed stim from trying to stun fire gold, you know, uh, your camps, whatever. Um, or the god like getting that extra attack speed for that duration you will stun someone in the first 0.5 seconds of your two Mm -hmm. before you then no longer had a two now you have 3.5 seconds of an of a strong attack speed stim and people forget how busted her passive is her passive is like chins built in i really think you were saying like the theorycraft build if i had to guess what the best arachne build is right now it is something along the lines of Golden Blade, um, Vital Amplifier, like Berserkers or Shoguns, Chins, and then another tank item. And you just, all you need to deal damage on this character is some attack speed and Chins. Um, mm-hmm. And you are just impossible to beat in a 1v1. Um, I think this character is legitimately good. I think people at all levels are really, really sleeping on her. Yeah, I yeah. If you get this character to an EFG, I think you just let her split push, yep, and then just win the fight. Yep. Yeah. Uh, honestly, if you're playing solo lane right now, you know, listen to what Final K and Haddix and everyone is telling you. But if you're here on the Backliners podcast for frontliner advice, um, <laughs> Pele and Arachne solo seem really good to me. Um, I feel like Arachne as a bruiser solo, if it's a if it's a warrior who needs to get up in your face to clear. Like, how do they beat you? Um, I don't know. I think this character is really good. Um, okay. We got a couple more spicy changes, but before I forget, got to let you know that this episode of the Backliners is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, we have talked about BetterHelp uh, a good amount here on this podcast and why we think that therapy is even more OP than Arachne against a bunch of bronze players, um, which is very OP for the record. Um, it is, uh, just the best thing that you can do for yourself. Even if you, uh, don't feel like you are at a point where, you know, I feel like something I've heard a lot from friends and family members is like, Oh, I'm not in a bad enough place to start trying to go to therapy yet. And I feel like, it's a pretty common trap to find yourself in because Mm -hmm. oftentimes, at least in my experience, uh, if you're at the point where, Oh, you know, I really need to find someone to talk to, you will have a hard time getting there, you know? Um, and BetterHelp is great for that. But also I think that just finding, um, a therapist that you vibe with and then you don't have to, you know, it doesn't have to be a weekly thing. You can go as needed. Um, and just, getting uh establishing um a relationship um and then knowing there's someone there who has your back uh who's impartial and an expert 
in how um, your brain works or how everyone's brains work to some degree um, is uh, is huge. Um, so BetterHelp takes a lot of those stressful, difficult parts of finding a therapist uh, and makes them significantly easier. Uh, they have lots of different options, tons of different therapists, uh, in person, over the phone, virtual, uh, text, you know, whatever. Um, you, uh, you have all of those. Plus, it's convenient, flexible, affordable, and you can do it all entirely online. You just have to fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you get to switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So, if you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Backliners today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Backliners. Big shout out to BetterHelp um, and, uh, and helping people feel better. Um, okay, Thoth time. Uh, his passive now adds 1% magical penetration per stack as well as the flat pen that it already had. Um his one now deals 25% more damage to jungle minions because that guy could not clear a buff or a mid-camp to save his life. <laughs> um, and Glyph of Pain increased base attack damage by attacking through the Glyph. Uh, now has a little bit of magical power scaling, which is exciting, plus a little bit more base damage. And um, the ultimate gets 10% more scaling and 20 more base damage at all ranks. Um, Thoth, yeah, I hate this god. I will say he is my least favorite god in the game to play against. Um, uh-huh. But he's really fun to play, you know? And he wasn't very good. So he needed a little bit of help. Yeah, I'm just hoping all the Arachne players know how to kill the Thoth. It's so and, easy. It's so yep. easy. That's all you have to do, you know, just blink web, and then you just kill him. Yep, he they literally cannot live. cannot live. If you if here's Here's a little tip. If you're playing Arachne, and they're playing a Thoth, and you don't get to kill that Thoth basically whenever you want, um, there's something that you can be improving upon. Um, we'll go with that. Uh, Raijin. Um, Raijin gets one of the spicier of the spicy changes in the yeah, sense this that was the weirder crazy. changes. Um, now his passive, every base attack on enemies reduces his non-ultimate cooldowns by 0.2 seconds. And again, when we say enemies... That means minions are included. If it doesn't say gods, it means anything that you can hit with your basics. And that includes minions. Um, Raiju uh, now deals a little bit of initial hit landing damage, um, which feels really good. And uh, his three is sped up. Um, The pre-fire time uh, is now 0.1 instead of 0.2. And his ultimate, he now gains 5, 10, 15, 20, 25% attack speed per rank of this ability and this only matters because of the passive change where he gets his cooldowns back faster by basic attacking um i will say that this is one that was not pitched before i went on paternity leave and i came back and clumsy was running me through all the things they had come up with and i was like this one i am so like I was like, I don't know what you guys were cooking that day, but I kind of absolutely love this. Like, I don't know if it's going to be the most impactful, but it is certainly one of the most interesting and, like, unique. Um, And I love that. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I love it. I feel like Clumsy would be okay with me saying the reasoning that he gave me on how uh, it came up because I thought it was so funny and so like, this is how game designers think. At least some game designers, myself included. He, Clumsy goes, yeah, well, you know, I was thinking like, what's his like, what is his thing? You know, he's like the drummer guy. What is, when does he drum? When he bass attacks. What if we just let him drum better? Like, make it more rewarding to just drum with your basic attacks by giving him attack speed and some cooldown refund on hitting the basics. And I was like, hell yeah, I, I love it. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I love where this idea came from. Um, I don't think I've actually gotten a chance to play a Raijin game, so I don't know how it feels quite yet. But he is a god that, like, I'm probably going to play one tonight um, because I'm, I'm that intrigued by it. Yeah, I I hate this guy's auto attacks. Like for some reason, auto attacking as this character, I absolutely hate. But I think these changes are just funny. Where you're just going to be seeing more Ryzen's just auto attacking in the middle of a team fight to reset their cooldowns. Mm-hmm. Um, I <laughs> as a non Ryzen player, I don't know. I assume this makes him good to very good. Mm. Um, but it will we'll see how much it changes. It's so it's so fun. It's just a funny change. Dude, all I'm saying is if I'm playing Raijin and my support goes Shogun's, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like uh-huh. I'm 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 gassed immediately. Yeah. I'm stoked. You're resetting those cooldowns. Yes, sir. Um Okay, Arthur. Uh the passive decrease the duration from fifteen seconds to ten seconds, but also decrease the max stacks from four to three, increase the mitigation from one percent to two point five percent. So a pretty big mitigation buff. And he now gains 5 HP 5 per stack. And let me tell you, that feels so good to get that HP 5. Because um, ever since Glad Shield lost its sustain on its proc, uh, this god has been difficult to pilot. And this makes him better at all levels, but particularly less uh, punishing to Arthur players who are not as good because they mm-hmm. weren't getting any HP back in any way. Now they're at least getting some form of uh, sustain, which is something that I really like. Um, increase the slow of battle stomp at lower ranks, uh, fix a bug with twin cleave and then blade storm that final hit, uh, getting a good amount of damage, um, but also a little bit of base damage per swing. Um, I think Arthur feels notice. He doesn't feel different in these other, in the way that like Apollo, Chernabog, mm-hmm. um, Raijin might feel, but it feels right. Like it doesn't feel like an overreach to me. You know, I could be wrong. Maybe Arthur's yeah. going to fly through the roof and win rate and we're going to have to nerf the crap out of him again. But to me, um, I'm really happy with where this buff landed up. Yeah, I agree. I think this was a God that just kind of struggles. Um, and I think this helps his early game, if anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his late game probably still going to be that kind of awkward CC bot, um, or just kind of like insta die in a team fight. Mm-hmm. But I think this helps his early game a lot to help snowball him into a successful place into the mid or late game. Arthur's got to be one of the most fun characters in the game, man. I love. Oh I, yeah, he is I love this god. Um, yeah. He's, he's the most fun solo laner by far anytime I play solo. I will say I did have a lot of fun playing Wukong today, but I think that god is just OP right now. He's pretty good. Um, Osiris, uh, now his passive, um, he gets equal 
physical and magical damage mitigation before he got half the magical mitigation as physical mitigation now it's the same um and you also get 20 percent attack speed while you have your passive uh active like all the way active um when you are in that ghost form um sickle strike now passes through and damages enemy minions for 50 percent of the total damage that did used to get stuck on the first enemy hit um and judgment tether now decreases the tethered enemy's attack speed by 20 percent are you excited to get judgment tethered barry yes i am but i still think this god is bad uh that's crazy. i still think i think you might be right for his... the record but that is still crazy yeah, I think his late game, maybe it's different in comp where people are going to have coordinated dives, but I don't think this god is scary as a backliner unless he's killing. Like, mm. him slowing down your damage right now isn't scary, because um, lifesteal is in a relatively good spot, return damage is in a relatively good spot. Um, I think this is a god that needs a jungler to help him every single time he dives, and I think if that jungler is helping him, I think these changes do a lot for the jungler to survive, but if they're not, um, then I think this god's just kind of bad. Sure. Um, but I will say, obviously, like, his laning phase just got a lot better with the one and uh, the fragments of change. Yeah, the poke the poke feels really good. Um, I, can you believe what Judgment Tether used to be as an ability? Like it's crazy. It is so insane. Um, and it's still for my money without like spending significant time thinking about it in this moment, judgment tether has got to be top three, uh, best non ultimate abilities in the game. And it ain't one or it, and it ain't two or three. Like it might be the best mm-hmm. non ultimate ability in the entire game. Um, just crazy how much effective mitigation, um, that ability gives. Um, okay. Speaking of mitigation, Ares time um, gets a little bit of base attack damage, and you might be thinking, but why? Uh, now, you'll find out soon. You He also gains bonus base attack damage per level from his passive, uh, based on the number of auras, and you might be thinking, but why? Um, and it's because his two, whenever you activate bolster defenses, Ares and allies now gain 0, 5, 10, 15, 20 basic attack damage while in the area. Um, again, a wild, wild buff that I'm excited to see how it's used. Uh, his ultimate, now he also gets 20% damage mitigation while channeling. Uh, obviously a really huge buff. Um, he did lose some god damage, uh, per tick on shackles because these were a Mm -hmm. lot of, a lot of buffs for a god that was already, we've talked about a little bit in the past, but we have to work in a cycle that means that we sometimes especially for bigger changes like this we do have to commit before we get as much data as we would like on how previous buffs or nerfs have affected characters um we were excited about these changes and felt like they were worth going for even though we had just given aries a buff um pretty recently got the data back and feedback from everybody that he was already pretty good so tacked on this little bit um of an extra nerf he might still be too good uh we'll have to wait and see but basic attack Ares um, feels real fun. It feels real good. Like getting your auto cancels in in between chain fires is real nice. Yeah, 
after laying it's his character and trying to kill him a few times, this god is just good. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he is kind of the old airy style of, oh, I hope I get my ults off or <laughs> I lose the team fight, you know, or the, I need somebody else to burn their beads so I can actually get value out of my ult. Um, I think he has a lot of other aspects now, especially with the two change. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it, just it's a big quality of life as well as a bit of a new characteristic to him and i, I think it's a really good change um i will say i thought he was already a crazy good support and this obviously just made him better sure um which is fine with me remember that aries like can jungle pretty decently as well i feel like um no nope, he can't he can kind of do it you know nope the Don't. three the three clears no God King Emperor 5M is not playing Ares. All I'm saying, Barry, is think please, about Ares, Ares jungle Fafnir support, okay? Uh-huh. You play a hunter mid, you and Ven, you get Fafnir coerced, frenzied, uh, bracered, Ares tude. I'm a solo. You're slamming. I'm a solo. We're slamming. Bang. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be huge. Uh, that's for sure. Don't worry, uh, God King 5Ms is going to be playing Cabracken Jungle instead. Um, Cabracken <laughs> increased the Tremor, the Tremor mana cost. Uh, it doubled it, um, but um, <clears throat> decreased the cooldown from 8 seconds to 3 seconds. Uh, yeah. That's right, 3 at all ranks. 3. Um, got a lot more base MP5 and MP5 mm -hmm. per level, uh, and decreased the mana cost on the two by the most of all time um this has got to be the biggest mana buff of all time on any ability uh it was 65 70 75 80 85 it is now 10 at all ranks 10 uh and on successful hit it refunds him 10 15 20 25 30 mana per hit um it's one of those changes that is definitely uh-huh the scariest on paper um and i think the hardest to really quantify well yes but also like the hardest to the it's the one that's going to take the most time to see how it affects this god i think um mm -hmm. because it is just like a, such a different it's it's a really like a kit changing level of change uh i think um but again it's about can we excite players who already like a bracken uh and still make them feel like they like playing that god and can we interest mm -hmm. new people in playing a bracken um with these changes and trying them out and finding a, a play style that they like um and i think that we will we will achieve both of those goals. Will he be OP? Maybe. Will it not make a difference at all? Less likely, but also maybe. You know? Who knows? I feel like Joe of Isolation has to be good on this character. Has to be. Like, I feel like I haven't seen any Krabrakens other than myself by Joe of Isolation on this guy. And I'm like, surely this is, like, the best Joe of Isolation user ever right now. Like... It's gotta it be a has thing. to be OP. Yeah. Has to be OP. I mean, obviously, like... Are you a gem uh, hater, like, Barry? This is a battle a... that I've fought on many different fronts um, over the years. I think 
gem is not a mechanic that should be i don't think gem should be as bad as it is uh or as it is perceived to be i actually think it's like better than people are giving it credit for um mm-hmm. but i think gem on gods like poseidon and cuckoo like you used to go um mm-hmm. is not an automatically oppressive mechanic but there are lots of people both internally and externally um who see see that differently than me yeah i think it's a an edge case item and not good a lot of times unless you really need the extra peel and if you really need the extra peel you're probably just going to go e-staff instead mm-hmm. um because soul laners love e-staff and they, they love getting e-staff yep. um but i don't think they care about getting joe isolation as much but also, we have not seen any Gem of Isolation. Who knows? But Do you remember when, was it Runeforge was first introduced? It was Physical Gem? Was that Runeforge or was that something else? It was Runeforge. Yeah, I think so. Did you play? It was only Physical Gem for like a patch, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And I remember just Talu assaulting people with it and being like, It was this, a fun item. This is legitimately cruel, what I'm doing to this person. Yep. Um, and it was awesome <laughs> and, I, and I loved it. Uh, yeah, I kind of wish they would add something like that back because it, it was fun, but I, I think it probably is too hard to balance maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But surely Joe Isolation is good on Cabrack right now. Surely. 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 Yeah. Gotta be OP. Gotta be. Gotta be. Gotta be. Um, okay. Athena. This, um, is... I will say this was the first spicy change that we came up with. Um, mm-hmm. And I was, and we came up with this a while ago. It's been a, we just w- like needed to find the right time um, to do it and to get the numbers right and test it and all that kind of stuff. And I've been really excited about it since the literal afternoon um, it was brought up uh, in a meeting um, because we talked about, top three best non-ultimate abilities in the game um, with Judgment Tether earlier. Before this change, I think Shield Wall was bottom three non-ultimate abilities in the game. Yeah, it was a terrible. Absolutely terrible. Mostly worth, worthless. Um, <laughs> mostly. Now, do I think it's all of a sudden a great ability? No. But I think it gets significantly better um, with, with this change. So... Preemptive Strike now no longer slows. That does feel bad for this ability because I do think that it kind of needed that slow. Um, but the Shield Wall kind of needs it more. Um, yep. Preemptive okay. Strike still does something without a slow. Shield Wall does not, uh, is the way I'd put it. Um, confound, while enemies are taunted, their attack speed is slowed by 30%. When Athena was released, and everyone was like, this is the best ability in the entire game. Can you imagine if this was like... Uh, because it took years for people to stop saying this is one of the best non-ultimate abilities in the game. Like, they would have put it above Judgment Tether in Season 2. Isn't that a psychotic thing to think about? It is crazy, but to be fair, you didn't start with beads back then. You did so. not. You did not. And you... I do think you got bursted by, like, Heartseeker on, like, physicals way quicker back then. It's true. Judgment Tether um, was still a better ability than Confound. Yeah, it, it was. It yes, was but, you know, I thought Confound was better as well. I'm not saying that uh, I knew any better either. Um, 
But now it's pretty widely thought that Confound is not even that good of an ability. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's was overrated for most of its history. It is probably underrated now. Um, and I don't think people are going to say it's bad now that it slows attack speed, so you take less damage from those taunts. Um, Shield Wall now adds a 20% slow for two seconds on both hits. So that will reapply that two seconds um, afterwards, which is really, really nice. Still, in the mid to late game, Athena players, if you three before you two, I still think... <laughs> you stink is still my biggest pet peeve nice. in the entire game um and defender of olympus the allied god that you are channeling on uh now gains 20 percent movement speed and holy god does that make that ability feel so much better mm-hmm. yeah, i don't know i think uh, athena feels a million times better from this change yeah i think the only thing bad about athena right now is that Ares is good it's true and also Ares is good into athena Very. um so I think that Athena got better, but if you're a new in Ares, I think you're still going to be very sad. Yep. Um, Blink Athena has always been kind of split, I think. I think it is much better now. And here's a good way to win your team a game instantly, um, Athena players, besides not forcing yourself to three before you two every time. Um, Now, if you Blink three someone, they might die from the slow and might have to beads from the slow and then you just wait on the taunt and as soon as their beads run out you oh, taunt true. them and they die uh i think blink athena gets significantly better with this um because you couldn't blink slow them before so um blink slow a lot of times they're going to be forced to beads if your damage dealer is nearby uh then you just taunt them and they die um that's it for all the spicy god changes i did want to ask you about this very cursed scotty buff um now she has slow immunity while she has the movement speed buff from permafrost uh probably doesn't help her too much uh unfortunately i don't think there's a build right now that she can go to kill an objective Mm-hmm. Uh, which is her main issue. I could start theorycrafting with just some more auto attack builds, but that's her biggest issue right now. Um, I, I don't think it changes too much. Obviously, uh, she's better to like keep it in on her. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe in a turnabog as well. Um, obviously, if he ults you, you can just ice him. But you can kind of just ice him before, and you're fine. Sure. Um, yeah, I. I I don't think this, like, saves the character. I think she's still just kind of in a rough spot. Oh, no. Anyways. Um... <laughs> oh, yeah. And and her dog, yeah. Yeah, the her dog, dog just yeah, griefs you. Trust me, I wish that was an easier fix. Um, yeah. I do. Just fix it. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm only... I should have asked if I should bring this up because I don't want to get burned. Uh, Marty nerfs. Shh. Uh, okay. Whether or not people think Marty is is slaughtered off of this off of these nerfs, and there are a lot of them, I did see one of my least favorite comments I've seen in a while, which is looking oh, yeah. at the list of Marty nerfs and saying, "I don't think this hurts the character at all." You can still it is a reasonable opinion to think Marty is still good and strong. It is not reasonable to see him lose as much damage scaling as he did from his ultimate and say it won't be a note it was like it won't be even a be a noticeable nerf um and i think that is just an insane um 
thing to say. Uh, it is so many, uh, so much scaling. Hold on, let me get the exact number uh, mm-hmm. that it was because it's tw- it's four percent per burst, and it's what eight bursts or no twelve bursts. That's right. Um, yeah, that's over. That is like. Oh, I got. I gotta get. I just don't want to say the wrong number here because even though I know this is very easy math, no one yell uh, at me. Times tables. Uh, yep. Um, yeah, twelve times sixteen wasn't in my times table. It's losing like was. almost fifty percent scaling. Fifty percent. That's so much. Do yeah. you think Marty is like? Where do you think Marty is after these changes? Uh, probably so good. Sure. Um, just because he has a big get out of jail free card. Also, he's the only character in the game that puts out bushes. Yep. Um, so, competitively, I think this character is definitely still good. Um, obviously, the nerfs do hurt him. And I don't think he'll be, like, absolutely one-shotting your backliner anymore uh, with his ult if he gets there. But I still definitely think this character is just good. Uh, I think the bushes... We were talking about the top three OP abilities in the game. This is That bush is, like, top one, like by like 10 abilities like sure. it it is such a good ability um but yeah fair enough uh definitely so a good character probably not like op 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 but probably like one op or like two ops fair enough um all right it's time for our random question of the week brought to you by our patreon uh community discord patreon.com slash backliners if you want to go there we are also working our way towards i actually haven't checked to see um how close we are to our uh probably really far season three rewatch or season three group watch what was our number of patrons was it 30 30 yeah we're over halfway there you know we're at 17 if you want to get together and watch season three of i think you should leave with barracuda and i and the rest of uh, you don't. the rest yes you do um, you don't you really don't watch barrel watched two he watched two uh skits and he laughed at both from season three I think it's the greatest thing that's ever been made. Um, of course. Uh, but I, you know, that's really bad. Patreon.com slash backliners. And you get to ask your random question of the week, hang out, get food picks, uh, and pet picks and baby picks and all that kind of stuff. Anyways, uh, Hiru wants to know what is the most difficult thing that you had to learn the hard way? Um, aside from being an adult and maybe also being a dad, like what's something that you had to learn the hard way that was, uh, Okay, well, mine is people die. Oh, yeah. Uh, Uh That is a very weird thing to grasp. And I mean, obviously, I have not died. I'm still alive. Um, But the other people can just die. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, growing up when you're younger, you have this big sense of, like, invulnerability. And that nothing bad will happen. And then when something bad happens, your sense of life and sense of everything just gets shattered and changes a lot. And obviously, like growing up, you're like, everyone always says, oh, yeah, make every moment last or like make it like your last moment or whatever. But until you really like face death in like a very meaningful way. Uh, you can't really grasp it, I think. And that was a really hard thing for me to learn was just like 
you can you can literally just die. Like anyone in your life can just die any any day, and that is it's terrifying. But it's kind of you just kind of have to get used to. It's not like a fear, but just kind of used to the fact that it can happen. And yeah, it's just a really hard thing to kind of like just kind of wrap your mind around completely and feel calm and safe about it. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, no, I mean, I that's definitely my answer as well. Um, but mm-hmm. just for a little bit of variety, um, I think the next one that comes to mind for me is that uh, it is really easy to not consider um, other people that you are interacting with. Um, like, consider how they're feeling, what you're doing is how, what you're doing or saying is making them feel all that kind of stuff. Um, but that it is worth going through the effort of making it so that you aren't, um, affecting them negatively. Uh, Mm -hmm. basically it's a, it's a more complicated way of saying it's really easy to, say what you want, do what you want. And if it's entertaining or funny to you, um, to be mean or whatever, uh, that, you know, it's fine. It's, that's their problem, not mine. Um, if they're offended by what I'm saying or hurt by what I'm saying or anything like that, but that it is really worth it to put the effort in to make people around you feel good. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that it's something that you really only can learn as you get older um, because being a kid is just like legitimately really hard Uh, and whatever you're doing to get through middle school, high school, you know, whatever um, you're just there. You're just going to make choices that you don't love uh, eventually, but um, yeah, it's, it's really easy to, put yourself first uh or you know anything like that but it's worth the effort um to be nice is basically uh is basically what i would say um dreamy martini had a question like the chimichangas just updated for rules (laughs) and it was about pancakes but it would have been super long instead will tickets for worlds go on sale again or are they completely sold out i got tickets but my friend were not able to and i'm a little apprehensive on going alone um i don't think that world tickets will go on sale again. Um, but I know a lot of people, at least last year, um, this happened last year and a lot of people were reselling their tickets and that kind of stuff for pretty reasonable prices. So I would definitely, um, just keep an eye out, uh, especially as it gets a little bit closer. Um, but even in the worst case scenario that your friends, uh, aren't able to go. And this is true for, for anyone out there. I understand the apprehension on something like going to worlds alone, but it is wor- it is still worth it. Um, mm-hmm. I really believe that you will make friends like you, w- there will be other people there who are interested in this. You know, that's what everyone's going there to share in the same interest. Um, and the Smite community is really welcoming and really chill and, there are lots of people who um, either go alone or just with one or two friends and then end up linking up with a group of three or five or, you know, whatever. Um, 
highly recommend going. Um, you'll you'll find some people to hang out with, uh, like the people in the in the backliners Discord. Um, we'll definitely do like a meetup um, at at some point for Worlds uh, while we're there as well. So yeah, big recommend. But um, yeah, keep just keep your eye out. There'll be and you can also have them make like Twitter posts, Reddit posts, whatever. Um, yeah, there there will be this. Um, okay, and last but not least, it's Neon Kerm. What category would you dominate in a pub quiz? Like sports, history, pop culture, etc. I, okay, I have really bad memory about things. And so I would not, I am the opposite of what you would want on your pub quiz team. You don't think there's a single category that you would be a legitimate contributor in? I think it would only be like something smite related i genuinely think smite has pushed out basically all other knowledge in my brain yeah and because like my my friends are really good at trivia like sports trivia or like just random trivias yeah and i'm like how do you guys even remember this stuff like i everything that i remembered about like high school is just gone and all the facts and all the details of what i learned all the like minute things are there it's just gone like there's no way i would remember anything like it, it would have to be smart related or maybe video game related but that, yeah. would, that would be it yeah the one thing that i feel like i would absolutely crush on and that there are very few people who could beat me in is smite ability names um I have been nearly as good with gods that have released since I stopped casting. Um, mm-hmm. I literally forgot the name of a Maui ability the other day. And I was like, dude, I literally came up with this. <laughs> like, what is wrong with me? Um, but yeah, I, I, the first 120 or whatever, uh, I'd be very surprised if someone could beat me. Um, other than that, maybe like, early 2000s emo band trivia like you know if you give me um a five second sample of a song i could you know from any taking back sunday dashboard confessional brand new like uh bayside like album like i could i could almost certainly give you the album and probably give you the song name um other than that like maybe i've I've read a lot of like Brandon Sanderson's work, like maybe a, a Sanderson thing, but like there are going to be so many people who are like so much even more invested, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so They're like magic together. Yeah, there are, I haven't played, I didn't play magic for so much time. And so oh, many okay. magic players have just played for so long that they could like tell you, you know, there are like a lot of magic trivia things online where it's um, like Wordle, but for magic cards and you like guess like the card type and the rarity and the, the set, the, the year that the card came out. And like, there are people out there who can remember uh, a green common from, from 2001. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, I've got absolutely nothing. Um, but if it was yeah, like for sense. the window that I played a lot, um, I'd like my odds. Uh, but yeah, there are some real diehards out there for that. Um, for sure. Okay. Um, that's going to do it for the podcast this week. Um, thanks to better help again, betterhelp.com slash backliners is the place to go. Uh, if 
you would like to or patreon.com slash backliners um get us closer to that season three watch uh with young barry it'll be so much fun um until then uh we'll be back sometime in the future uh that's we can say that for sure no doubt about that well we can't because <laughs> as like we said never mind uh go ahead uh, be, you know what to do go ahead, just do the thing bye okay i i tossed you a tough one there and you handled it like a true pro yeah hopefully that won't be the last buy i ever do oh uh, yep i hope so too <laughs> <laughs>